And I'm Tony, and we're here to spill our guts about horror films. Yes. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And we have a Guess the Ending episode. New title. Wait, so this is a Gut Reaction episode? No, but we it changed is no the title. longer called Gut Reaction because that was confusing. <laughs> Well, yeah, on YouTube, there are a series of reaction videos, and which is two people do. watching a movie and talking about it while they're watching the movie. So we thought we should change the title because that's not exactly what we're doing. We're trying to guess the ending here. Yeah, we're guessing the ending. So we have to be a little more literal. We were trying to be punny. I know. I liked the pun. Gut reaction. We, I have all <laughs> sorts of gut analogies and metaphors. But you can't battle the YouTube algorithm. So I know. We relented. So these episodes are now going to be called Guess the Ending. Yeah, quite literally, we are guessing the ending of yeah. a movie that we've never seen before. And what's the movie that we're guessing today? Dr. Giggles. <laughs> the doctor is out. Hello, Mr. Pancreas. <laughs> of his mind. <laughs> it only hurts when I laugh. Giggles. The doctor will see you now. <laughs> I can barely say it. I'm so giddy about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. The anticipation has been building since 1992 for Dr. Giggles. It has. I'm actually kind of nervous. This is an episode in four acts. First, we will recap the first half that we have watched so far. And then we will make our predictions of what we think will happen in the second half, thus guessing the ending. <laughs> After we watch the ending, then we'll come back with our prediction results and then a mini award ceremony. It's a, just a fun way to talk about the movie. We're talking about the movie all the way through. If you haven't seen Dr. Giggles and want to play along, it's currently streaming on Shout TV and Tubi. Watch about 46 minutes, press pause, and come up with some of your own predictions for the ending ending you too can guess the ending <laughs> all right so dr giggles we have watched the first half of dr giggles and i just wanted to start the episode off with a question for you mm -hmm. so dr giggles especially for people who have grown up in the 90s it's one of those movies that you probably know the title of even if you've never seen the movie so why do you think that is? Because it was in Blockbuster. I think it's because the poster has this maniacal doctor guy. I always thought he was a dentist. <laughs> I thought this was- I did too. I totally right? thought he was a dentist. And we were watching this movie half 
half of it and we're like, oh, I thought he was supposed to be a dentist. It sounds so much scarier to be a dentist. A lot of people are afraid of going to the dentist, the dentist. and also the dentist will sometimes put that laughing gas on yes. you. Yes. So you'll be laughing even though you're in pure pain. So you're giggling. That sounds terrible. So yeah, <laughs> I thought like he was going to be high, high on his own laughing gas, his own nitrous oxide or whatever, <laughs> and making people, I don't know, also giggle. So lo and behold, Dr. Giggles is actually a doctor. a doctor. He's just is a he a regular? real doctor? We don't know. He's definitely not a dentist. This has been on my list, I think, since I was like in third grade. So since 1992. Basically. Or you were in third grade in what, 93? Yeah. So it probably came out theatrical release 92. You saw then, it in the at the Blockbuster. I think it did take quite a while for movies to get to Blockbuster after the movie release. Yeah. So I, I think I remember being in third grade trying to watch this and my mom rightfully so was like, nope, you're not bringing that home. Go watch Drop Dead Fred for an 18th time. And I did. You know, I did too. That was a good one. Weird. <laughs> Which arguably is also really scary. Anyway, I've had it on my list and then I went on the back burner and I just never saw it. I never saw it. And then I feel like it was... It was out of print. It you was couldn't out of get print. it. Yeah. You couldn't see it. And I was like, well, there goes that dream. So yeah, I maybe you could find it. it on VHS, but uh, it wasn't on streaming anywhere. And we had searched for it in several different used DVD places, like our favorite place, McKay Bookstore. McKay's Bookstore. I looked every time that I went and I never found it. Makes sense. So yeah, it was out of I'd print. search around on Amazon. I think I did see out of print copies on eBay, but you know, I didn't want to pay like uh, 40 bucks for Dr. Giggles. Yeah, I know. It, Cause we have never <laughs> seen it. So like, it could be a bomb, you know, <laughs> be a total stinker. But thank you Shout Factory for releasing an awesome Blu-ray. I couldn't Dr. believe Giggles. it. That was my birthday present last year from Tony. <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't know that it was finally in print. Yeah. So when I opened it, I was like, what? I just check from time to time, you know. Yeah. Well, it paid off and it made for a very exciting birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so you had a lot of anticipation to yeah. watch this movie. We've seen the first half. What did you think? What's going on? I'm pretty excited. I feel like it's going well. <laughs> it's going real well. I feel like we're on a first date with Dr. Giggles and it's it's really going well <laughs> <laughs> it's everything that you would hope for in a bad 90s slasher yeah he came to dinner dressed nice with a bottle of something green like wait dinner. what i didn't dinner, get like first date analogies oh you're still on that okay i was off that not anyway whatever <laughs> we open with dr giggles well actually it opens with a really bad cgi red blood cells coursing through the bloodstream and the get to i don't know some atrial artery or valve heart valve opens up and sucks in these platelets and then you see a scalpel stab into the heart cgi style yeah I'm like oh this is nice reboot blood platelets <laughs> for those who don't know what reboot is it's a bad cgi 90s cartoon if you like dr giggles you like <laughs> reboot but i remember at the time hating reboot graphics but now i kind of like it it's well like, yeah or like lawnmower man a lot of early yeah. 90s um cgi is just now yeah, it's nostalgic bad. yeah it's bad but nostalgic bad <laughs> yeah the heart gets stabbed during heart surgery and then the patient flatlines and you're like, Dr. Giggles is a terrible doctor. I think he giggles a little bit too. He does. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's in like one of those surgery arenas, surgery theaters where it's like, you have all the students above you looking at the surgery happen. Yeah. And this doctor down there is supposed to be like 
imparting his wisdom on surgery. I'm like, this guy sucks. <laughs> and then we find out, oh, he's an insane patient at yeah. <laughs> this sanitarium and yeah. he's escaped his room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the sense. early 90s. So, you know, they're not very sensitive about anything. It's just no. like very generic people who are crazy. Quote yeah. Unquote, very crazy. generic, crazy people licking the glass. Maniacal laughter and yeah. wide eyed. And yeah, so they all have binoculars for some reason. Yeah. I really like the preparation that Dr. Gills had for this surgery. He actually took the time to hand out binoculars to all the patients there yeah <laughs> so they could see up close what he was doing <laughs> very elaborate escape plan i'm gonna perform open heart surgery on this guy as a and distraction then, as, yeah and then release <laughs> all the patients yeah and then make my way out yep yeah and he did he disguised found as a doctor who he he kills he actually the, does kill whoever has the arms <gasps> it's like and then he kills a receptionist. Right. Oh, the guy that he was performing surgery on was the doctor. He took his oh, arm. They, he flipped. Yeah, he maybe he was supposed to the one. That maybe have he was supposed to have surgery or someone else was supposed to perform surgery. This I doctor. Think, I think he just he just hoodwinked some doctor <laughs> and took his arms and used them to grope the receptionist to trick her like Jurassic Park style, which was a year <laughs> before Jurassic Park came out. <gasps> so who stole whose idea? Steven Spielberg. Anyway, he gets out and we know that he heads to a town called Moor High because they show an up close of map on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Moor High. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah, so I'd like to know exactly what town I'm in. Yeah. It's not just the high school. It's also the town cut to the high school that is on summer break. Totally 90s style. There's a guy running out of the building with no, no backpack. backpack. Half these kids don't have backpacks. What kind of school is this? <laughs> so we meet sort of all the main characters. Yeah, we have our main characters, Jen and Matt. Jen played by Holly Marie Combs, who I know from Charmed. This is early Holly Marie Combs. I recognize her, but I didn't really know where it, yeah, what she, she was from. Yeah, she's very young. <laughs> and Max, is he a Baldwin? It, is he Billy Baldwin? I didn't look it up, but yeah, yeah, he looks like he could be Billy Baldwin. Yeah, when we do these, we don't look up any of the actors because we're afraid of things being spoiled. We don't look up anything beyond the director and the year it was made. Uh, we also have Stu and Diane. They're like the the troublemakers or something like that. Stu, he kind of has like a poly Shore vibe. He does. Little I, round glasses, backwards hat. Kind of like Polly Shore meets Brad Dorif. <laughs> I just thought, is that like a young yeah, Well, his facial features look like Brad Dorif. Yeah. Kind of. <clears throat> yeah. Or like the blonde one from Bill and Ted. Marco from Alex the Lost Winter. Boys. That guy. Yeah. Oh, Boys. yeah. Lost Boys. That's right. I'm Marco. wearing a Lost Boys t shirt yeah. today. We also have Trotter. Okay. So, we really had to listen and rewatch the first half to hear any names. Well, we've turned uttered. on the subtitles and it just told you who the characters names were yeah. because in, you know, typical 90s fashion, we learn all the names of the male characters, but we don't learn any of the names of the female characters. There's still a female. Except for the main. Yeah, there's still a female that I don't know her name, but several of the ladies, they did not bother to say any of their names. Yeah. So we were just calling them Hottie One and Hottie, Hottie Two. Hottie One, Hottie Two, Stu and Diane, they're the butthead couple. We'll find <laughs> out why they got that title later. Uh, we also have Trotter and Lee. They are our only African-American friends. Yeah. And uh, in typical 90s style that they, they, they seem very token friends they're token friends and they, uh, they don't say their name they say trotter briefly but they never say lee's name so just so you know from the subtitles they call her lee yeah trotter played by dougie doug who oh. i love dougie doug he's such a fun time <laughs> Dougie Doug is a fun time. Yeah. And then there are our two hot ladies. Corrine is one of them. And the other one is Nameless. 
She does not get to be named. She's hottie <laughs> number two. She's the blonde one who says very, very tag little. along. Yeah, tag along. It's the last day of school, and they are planning their first day, last day of school, first day of summer, first day of break party. Yeah, we're gonna and go there's to a carnival going on. There's a carnival. We're all gonna go to Breeders Hill, which is like a sick term for their makeout point. <laughs> all right, makes sense. Now what's go happening to- there? breed that's where you go to procreate and make more townsfolk exactly and poor jen she has a doctor's appointment today she's like i can't last go. day of school yeah poor planning <laughs> she has some heart problems yeah she's at the doctor's office doctor's like you have a prolapsed atrium atrial valve or something we have to do yeah. a routine heart surgery it's no big deal they give her like a pacemaker or something they give her like a little heart monitor oh that's that, what that is. looks like a walkman attached to her <laughs> hip and when she leaves the doctor's office the nosy neighbor stops her with her dog erica oh yeah that was a good moment she's like what is that that's a cool walkman she's like actually (laughs) it's not a walkman she's like oh what is it and she's getting really up close kind of just glossed over it because that was a really funny moment because off screen she's like stop that erica and it's like her poodle and it's like what we were like (laughs) chuckling I love that this dog's name is Erica. It's such just like a young daughter's name. Yeah, so weird. (laughs) But that makes sense. This dog probably is like her daughter. Yes. So Erica is the name that she would have chosen for her daughter. And Erica is a troublemaker, always nosing about where she shouldn't be. On her walk home, she passes by the creepy old house on the block, which Mm. happens to be Dr. Giggle's childhood home. Yes. And it's totally derelict. Yeah, it's really mossy and full of wood rot. Yeah, but still really nice. Probably selling the market for a good number. Yeah. Jen goes home. Yeah, she goes home and has a heart to heart with her dad. About her heart problems. Yeah, and about her dislike of the new stepmom. She's like a hottie mom. She's probably 10 years younger than dad. Yeah, I kind of like her, though, because she when Jen gets home, she's like, Hey, hon, how was school today? And Jen totally ignores her. Like, that was rude. <laughs> At least say hi back. Tamara actually said... She made the effort. She made the effort and gave her a pet name, called her honey. What about dad? Dad is a total putz. Dad's a putz, tinkering around with some computer stuff in the bedroom. <laughs> and Jen's like, oh, it's not my heart problems that are bothering me. It's my stepmom. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're not even giving her a chance. Of course, we find out her mother died of some sort a of routine heart surgery. Yeah. It looks yeah. like that we have a connection between Dr. Giggles and Jen and Jen's mom. Yeah. What and- could be brewing here in the plot? <laughs> hmm. And then we do get a POV of Dr. Giggles and his childhood family home he's there and he's having a flashback of when he was young and an aspiring doctor just dissecting his plushies yeah pulling out their stuffing with tweezers horrible kid actor horrible kid actor but the sutures on those plushies looked pretty good yes very good at sewing yeah so if anything he could have been more of like a tailor yes uh, i feel like should have grown up calling. to become a tailor yeah and then after his flashback kind of dispels we see the butthead couple, Stu and Diane, approaching the Giggles' home. They're planning a prank at the old Rendell house for no 
apparent reason at all. It's the first day of summer break. You know, <laughs> what do you do the first day of break? You pull some hijinks. And Dr. Giggles is there. Dr. Giggles is there. And Stu and Diane come with their other friends, Trotter and Lee. Mm -hmm. And I think the assumption initially is that they're all going to go there and like make out or just have like scary hijinks. Mm. And Stu has a cool little nursery rhyme about Dr. Giggles. Dr. Rendell, the doctor from hell. That's it. Dr. Rendell, the doctor from hell. Pulled out people's hearts just for fun. That didn't rhyme, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, it was a little snazzier <laughs> than that. Basically, the whole town knows and has created this nursery rhyme about Dr. Rendell. So they're in the house and Lee, of course, is like the only sound person. And she's just like, no, why are we here? This is stupid trotter. Let's get out of here. She is the voice of reason. She's the voice of reason. Trotter's like, no, hang out a little bit. Let's find out what we can find out. Stu and Diane are prancing up the stairs. Trotter and Lee follow. Trotter and Lee end up in a closet for some reason. I think that's just a spare bedroom. Oh, they end up in a spare bedroom and Stu and Diane lock them in. Like they really wench them in with like a pickaxe or something. Yeah, he's holding a pickaxe and he jams it into the door so they can't get out. They can't get out. Like they can't even like kick the door down. It's a pretty shitty prank to yeah. play on your friends. And that's why they are the butthead couple. <laughs> I think I'd also like kind of thinking to myself like, yeah, early 90s, let's uh, kill off the black characters first. I know. You're like, it has oh, that man. feel to it. And you're just like, oh. You said his name's Dougie Doug? Dougie Doug, yeah. Dougie Doug. What's, what's his claim to fame? He's in Cool Runnings. He's Aww. in, yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Class Act. Um, I don't know if you ever saw that one. No, I saw Cool Runnings. <laughs> Class Act is a great one with Kid in Play. Was that before or after Dr. Giggles? Around the same time. Same time? Mm. Somewhere in the early 90s. So Dr. Dougie Doug gets to be our Drew Barrymore, basically. <laughs> Does he? No. I don't think he was like, he, it was that kind of billing. No. It wasn't like Dr. Giggle starring Dougie Doug. <laughs> I, I think it, he was just a character actor. I mean, in Cool Runnings, which <laughs> he had a he had the main role, but in Class Act, he was just like a side character. Okay. Was this before or after Cool Runnings? This was before Cool Runnings and after Class Act. I actually looked it up. Okay. So he was increasing in fame. He's one of our first main characters that dies. Yeah. He is trapped in this room. And of course, he looks through the keyhole and you're like, oh, no, don't <laughs> look through the keyhole. And he does not get skewered in the eyeball. So he, he turns like, around and then he gets jammed in the side. Dr. Giggles injects like this green liquid. Green, looks like NyQuil. And then he immediately just starts like bubbling up at the mouth and yeah, like spits like his, out blood. And his insides just liquefy immediately. Within seconds. <laughs> yeah. And Lee's like, stop messing around. She's like, oh, shoot, you're bleeding. Okay. It's like, ah, shit. And then Dr. Giggles comes in. He's like, I wasn't expecting to have patience, but OK, I'll make an exception. And poor Lee is like, ah. Not R, she doesn't growl, but like she's just like, shit, why? Yeah, am I here? so the assumption is that he is going to kill, kill her, her as well. Yeah, we hear her We'd, screams. Yeah, it's off screen. So. It's off screen, but you know who else hears her screams? Nosy neighbor and Erica. Right. Nosy neighbor, she goes over to the house and she looks through a peephole again and sees an eyeball. It's Dr. Giggles. Mm, a lot and of the so, peephole people stuff. So she's next on the chopping block. She at home is with Erica. America and she is supposed to take her red pill and she turns around for a second and it's replaced by a blue pill. <laughs> Maybe this is where the Matrix got it. From. I think they're like, oh, Dr. Giggles had the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, Neo should have taken the blue pill. The blue <laughs> pill is what made her unable to speak. And then Dr. Giggles was able to like stick a nose flashlight up her nostril. Yeah, he has this bag of tools that he carries around. It's a black leather doctor's case. Yeah. And, and they're all like uh, his, customized. The, yeah, the, the tools are not just it's not just like a thing to check your ear. It's like a thing to check your ear, but it has a sharp metal pointy thing on the yeah. end. It's like five times as long as that thingy should be. And it goes all the way up her nostril and right. bottomizes her. Even his needle that he used to inject. Trotter. Trotter. It's like a Stretch Armstrong needle. Yeah, this needle's like four feet long. Yeah. <laughs> so he has highly customized instruments. I don't know where he got them or where he, he made them. He probably made them himself. Yeah, this was before you could order things online. <laughs> or maybe his customized. dad made them. <gasps> Dr. Daddy made them. Yeah. Okay. Daddy Giggles. Daddy Giggles did it. <laughs> so nosy neighbor dies. Erica is safe, though. And Erica had a great performance. This dog poodle <laughs> actor, the reaction that this dog had to the the death of her owner. She looked panicked. Gold. Yeah. Loved she, it. She was on the bed barking her head off, looking really scared. <laughs> and then scampered out of the doggy door. Peace. She actually got out of the doggy door. And in, in the previous scene, nosy neighbor was like, oh, Erica, when are you going to learn to use the doggy door? <laughs> She's like right now. When you die, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Peace <laughs> out. Bye. Yeah. So Erica's safe. That's the important part of that scene. I also wanted to point out the it's uh, implied that it's nighttime in at the in this scene because she's like getting ready for bed and she's reading a National Enquirer or something like that about Elvis. Yeah, about Elvis or something. And when she opens the door to let Erica in, it's full daylight. <laughs> I think she has a floodlight. It's full daylight. No, she has a floodlight on her property because she's very paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. So just quickly about so we have this nice beautiful probably remastered blu-ray copy of the movie yeah. i bet you if you're watching this on vhs in the 90s you're just like oh yeah you can't even see those little mistakes so they are probably actually, i actually do that. see this in old movies a lot where you can see more of the strings oh you're like shoot they're probably banking on this not being that high quality exactly yeah, yeah. well we got them <laughs> anyway years yeah, later. <laughs> yeah exactly. anyways then uh we end up at breeder's hill breeder's with, where hill the party's going on hopping yeah we have max and jen and they're in his corvette convertible. I just want to point out on Breeders Hill, this is not like a discreet makeout point. This is like hubbub of horny teens yeah. piled in. All the cars are jam-packed right next to each other and they're all just like making out with their tops down. Not their tops off, but like the hood, the tops of the cars yeah. are down. It's like a makeout point. Yeah. I, I think a lot of... Uh old timey USA. It's like that was a big part of. Yeah, but they're 50s not culture discreet or something like in that. this town. Like they are not trying to hide from anyone. It didn't seem like anyone was particularly smart <laughs> in this town. <laughs> well, yeah, they're and just so a bunch of kids. They're that all have making fun. out and drinking except for Jen. She's being... she can't drink. Her doctor told her not to drink, not to have any caffeine. So to Max, though, she's just being a bummer. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to make go. Well, she doesn't want to say like, hey, I have this heart problem and I might die if I drink. That doesn't she sound cool. She really should, though, because right now she just kind of like has downcast eyes and a really flat affect. She really just <laughs> needs to come out and say, yo, I have heart problems. And so she's like, no, I don't want to Max. She wants Max to love her for her, her not, petulance. Yeah, doesn't want to feel sorry for her. Yeah, well, she needs to not, not be a baby then. She's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm so down, sad. And so Max is being a baby too, and he throws his alcohol out the window. And who spots this trouble in paradise? Hottie number one and hottie number two. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, they even say trouble I was going to say, Dr. Giggles, was he there no. at the party? No, well, he didn't get invited. <laughs> but hottie number two is like, oh, look, trouble in paradise. Yeah, they're scheming. And Corrine turns around. I'm just like, these friends suck. <laughs> like in the beginning, we're supposed to think that all these eight people are all friends. They're terrible friends. They're just, sort of, yeah, these sort of exaggerated high school characters. Yeah. The butthead couple locks two friends in this derelict house with no means of escape. And then the two hotties are constantly scheming on Jen's boyfriend. Yeah. Terrible. This is something that we see a lot in 80s and 90s depictions of high school. Toxic friend groups. <laughs> the party on makeout point is broken up by the two cops. We have a rookie cop and we have the old seasoned cop. That was a pretty cool moment, too, because the way that they broke up the party was by playing old people music. Yeah. Old timey music. Yeah. The, and the old cops like, oh. Oh, kids, if you don't want to hear this, you better skadoodle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the cops knew that this party was going to happen. Yeah. They, they probably have to do it every year. Yeah. And we learned that the rookie cop is a rookie because I think the old cop says something like, oh, you'll learn in this town quick. <laughs> like, oh, we have a rookie on our hands. Oh, yeah. no. That's not good. You always got to have a rookie cop. You have a rookie. We get some more backstory from the old cop talking about Dr. Rendell and what happened Oh, yeah, because they got a call earlier from nosy neighbors. So they have to go check out the Dr. Rendell house. Mm -hmm. And so they're investigating. They don't find Trotter or Lee, but we do get the backstory. Yeah, they don't go into that room, actually. They're, the rookie cop is about to go into the room. And then the other guy's like, we got to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We learned that Dr. Giggle's dad was the town doctor and his wife fell ill with heart failure. Mm -hmm. And so this illness drove Daddy Giggles insane. Insane. And so he started kidnapping townsfolk. He killed seven of them trying to perform a heart transplant for his wife. The townsfolk found out and stoned the daddy doctor to death. <laughs> oh, and the daddy doctor had a son and the son was never found, a.k.a. Dr. Giggles. Yeah. I don't know how this kid went unnoticed all yeah. this time. Um, Doesn't make any sense. But, no. you know, that's uh, that's OK in a movie like this. Yeah. Don't need it. it short and sweet. Short yeah. little backstory. Got it. Yeah. So then we're back. Back at the carnival, which is right down the hill from the the makeout party point, or yeah. you know whatever it was, yeah. and Jen is still a bummer. But she opens up to Max about the heart problems. Finally, while they're yeah. on this like uh, Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel thing, they seem to have like a a moment. They do. Max, is like, why didn't you tell me you're my girl? Right. And she's like, well, I just didn't want you to feel sorry for me. He's like, no, we're in it. Just you and me. <laughs> and since the party was broken up, now everybody's scattered. That gives Dr. Giggles an opportunity to like get some people alone. Yeah. So yeah. his next victims end up being Stu and Diane. And the butthead couple. The butthead couple. And Stu brings Diane back to his house. His little brother is playing Dr. Mario. Yeah. And he's just glued to the TV. Mm -hmm. They go up to the room to get it on. And Stu thinks it, it would be real hot if his girlfriend dressed up in his mom's lingerie. Yeah, this is a really <laughs> odd scene. He's like, guess what? I swiped for my mom's suitcase. Her she's, negligee. She's like, what? You want me to wear that? And then yeah. she's like, I guess she's and like, she does. She puts like, it on. You want me to wear your mom's lingerie? And yeah. she puts it on and it's it's very sexy. It's <laughs> I'm like, ew. So yeah. Oh, the subtext there. Yeah. It's like these like lacy thigh highs and a black bustier. I'm like, ew, Stu. And he makes another comment like, I've been waiting for this moment ever since I've been stealing my mom's Victoria's Secrets. So he has a bit of like an Oedipal complex going. Uh, yeah, Stu. 
poor Stu. He, he's just a horny high school kid. Yeah, and it's summer break. He just wants what he wants. And but Diane? she's she's responsible. She gives him a condom, and he goes to the bathroom to he fiddles to put around it on. with it. He's like, all right, I'll go in the like bathroom. drops it in the toilet, and he's trying to fish it out with his toothbrush. No, I thought, oh, that's his toothbrush. <laughs> I don't know whose toothbrush. Oh, it I thought is, it was her toothbrush. They're they're at his house, right? Oh, I thought it was her house. Maybe they're at. Her no, house. you're right. It's his house because he has pictures of other ladies on his mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Very tacky. It's like this comedic moment. I feel better knowing that it was his toothbrush because he used the brush end to fish <laughs> out the condom from the toilet. And I was like, at least use the handle end. It's easier to clean. <laughs> oh, man. So many bad decisions. Uh, that was good. But meanwhile, Diane's in the hallway. She's like, oh, it's freezing in here. You guys are like... Eskimos. Who's in there? Dr. Giggles. Yeah. And he gets her. Yeah. He's like, you're cold. I have the perfect remedy. She gets a thermometer poker in her mouth. Insanely customized pointy thermometer. Yeah. Also and like six feet long with a sharp metal point. I just want to point out that all of his victims so far have kind of done what he asks them to do willingly. <laughs> He's like, open your mouth and say, ah, nosy neighbor. Why wouldn't they? He's a doctor. That's true. He has the he has the bag and a yeah, he looks on. very official. He does look official. And he comes at Diane with this pointy ass thermometer. He's like, open your mouth and lift your tongue. And she does. <laughs> what are you thinking, lady? I don't think she's thinking. <laughs> yeah, she she complies and he shoves this pointy thing right into her face and yeah. she dies. Right. Stu gives up on the condom. He's like, well, maybe she won't notice. <laughs> but I mean, the condom wasn't going to make a difference anyway, because when he picks it up, it had holes in it. It's leaking water. <laughs> from the toilet yeah it was so bad so he climbs into bed and we have this one of my favorite shots so far is him going through the sheets of the bed yeah his pov and he uncovers dr giggle's face he's like <laughs> lying in bed just waiting for Stu. Yeah, that was pretty cute. Yeah, that was sweet. And then he gets his willy whacked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Stu. Poor Stu. Oh, well. They're really blowing through these kills. I mean, did you not see that coming? <laughs> I mean, yes, I did. Just like one after the other. We got Trotter, maybe Lee, Nosy Neighbor, not Erica, yeah. Diane, and It makes sense. Stu. By 1992, there's already been a whole decade's worth of slashers plus yeah. a few extra years. They don't have time for character development. Yeah, they, Everyone knows what's going to happen. They yeah. just want to get through it. So Yeah, and it's fun. <laughs> and now we we cut to to Jen. She's at home drinking wine and crying, yeah, looking at pictures like, of mom. This girl's in high school. <laughs> she's <laughs> drinking wine <laughs> like she's in Sex in the City and like crying over her old photo albums with mom and dad together. But Not dad Tamara. is with Tamara and they're loudly having sex in the bedroom. Yeah, Tamara's <laughs> screaming, "You're the king!" at the top of her lungs. Oh, I didn't get that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Tamara, calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's pretty funny so then she yeah she storms out she's like this sucks yeah jen storms out and that's she, when daddy comes to and he's like oh that must be that must be jen jen's home i'm gonna go see how she's doing yeah well Tamara, that's because dr giggles enters the house and he thinks that's jen so yeah dr giggles always in the right place the yeah, right time he knows <laughs> and Tamara's like you're gonna leave me post-coital <laughs> You're going to leave me for your daughter? Yeah. And the dad's like, yeah, I'm just going to go see how she's doing. And I was like, no, <laughs> you need to take care of me. And the dad says this line. He's like, 
well, she just lost her mother. And we're thinking like, did this happen last week or yeah, like, like when a month did this ago? Happen? And when did you meet Tamara? <laughs> <laughs> also doesn't matter because we get this brilliant scene of Tamara pulling out a gallon of ice, ice cream. Yeah, because dad leaves and Tamara does go straight to the freezer because that's what you and she's do like sobbing too, she's like her mascara is running. <laughs> 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 the ice cream is completely melty. So that's like, a yo, different get a issue. new freezer. Need a new freezer. <laughs> and she has the most generic gallon of ice cream. And she plops it into a giant serving bowl. Finishes the whole thing. Eats the whole thing. Still sobbing. Yeah. Dr. Giggles <laughs> finds her and he's like, you better watch what you eat. Yeah. And decides to give her a stomach pump. Pumps her stomach. And this is the one scene that seemed familiar. I was like, I feel like I've seen this scene. Well, probably you've probably seen it from a trailer. I was wondering if this was in the trailer because like, oh, I actually remember this bowl of ice cream being regurgitated or like pumped out of this lady. And then he ups the velocity or something. Mm -hmm. He it pumps blood. her stomach to the max and then we get blood mixed in with the ice cream. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I knew Tamara was going to die, but I just wanted more Tamara. Yeah. And then he finds a picture of Jen and with a book right next to her picture that says heart like, problems, living with heart problems. And he puts two and two together. He's like, huh? All right. And then he says something just into the air, like, I'm going to make you proud, daddy. Yeah, daddy, I'm going to make I'm going to save her. Yeah. I didn't know if that's exactly what he said. Well, but because he flashes back to his mom having heart problems and how daddy couldn't save her. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to make you proud. So yeah. it's like, oh, is he going to try to project his mother's image onto Jen? That is Dr. Giggle's new mission. Because before it seemed like he was just randomly haphazardly killing the whole town. Yeah. And now he seems like he has more of a purpose. He has a target. Yes. Yeah. Jen ends up back at the carnival. Yeah, and this carnival. Yeah. There's also like a bunch of teens making out in the band room and it's getting real hot and heavy and suggested. Yeah. So Jen goes to the carnival to look for Max, but Max is at the band room for some reason with hottie number one and hottie number two. She's a tag along. She's a tag along. Total tag along. She doesn't have any lines in this scene, I don't think. But hottie number one, Corrine is spread eagle like trying to play the saxophone and she's like giving it a full-on bj <laughs> yeah she's really seductively giving her all to the saxophone in this band that is again full of horny teenagers and it's like <laughs> these teens have no modesty no they don't they are all just not making even. out with reckless abandon not even just making out they're like on the floor rolling around <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna give cherry falls a run for this I money i know i'm just like they are making out like there's a killer out to kill virgins <laughs> and ooh, so spoiled oh, cherry falls now that's the plot line of oh, cherry oops, falls sorry and so anyway, Max and Corrine, they start making out and you're like, Max, Jen just spilled her heart to you and you are so quickly making out with Corrine. <laughs> Typical. Cut to Jen in the carnival looking for Max and who shows up? Hottie number two. Tag she's along. Like, she's like, I know where he is. Yeah. Follow me to the band and room. And what does she find? Some heavy yeah. petting. Max and Corrine making out on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And Jen gets upset and she's like, you know what? You're the one who's sick. And then runs off to uh, one of those uh, funhouse mazes. Yeah. The mirror <laughs> maze at the carnival. Why is that your first place to run? Because <laughs> I can hide in here. There's no yeah, one in there. I can hide in the mirror maze. But guess what? There are three people after her. Yep. We have Daddy, 
and Dr. Giggles and Max and Corrine is following Max. And that's where we stopped. So stopped. yeah, we we are in the mirror maze very at crowded, the carnival. Very crowded mirror maze. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first half. What did you think? I am so excited. I am loving this movie so far with the exception of killing Tamara too soon. I knew she had to die. I just wanted more Tamara. Yeah, I can see like in the past you've said stuff about slasher movies being comforting to you. And I can see in this movie, why a slasher movie would be comforting because we have totally one dimensional characters. Yeah. The plot is spelled out for us. The main character is just what he is. It's just like, okay, we figured him out immediately. Yeah, and our main final girl, we're assuming, Jen, is exactly what she is. She's brooding and serious and chaste. But it's still fun. And there are some moments where you're just like, this wouldn't fly today. I know. Which I expected it yeah, being from 92. 92. Yeah. You know, even so, and I'm thinking about it, it's not as... Uh, cringe as like an early 2000s slasher you know that's true some yeah. early 2000s slashers were pretty um like the stuff the unsavory. the way that the characters would act in in that era is and even e even though both probably are just not they both have problematic elements, but the dialogue in 2000, early 2000 slashers tended to be more it's like unsavory. It's like harsh. Yeah, offensive. Yeah. And the in the 90s, it's just kind of a lot more maybe ignorant. Yeah, maybe just like clueless or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you thinking so far? It's, uh, it's very entertaining. Dr. Giggles is a villain that I enjoy all of his scenes. He's very charismatic. Even though there's not really much to it. He just giggles he and just, kills what's people your, what's your in best a really giggle? bad way. <laughs> it's more like more reserved because he have his, has his mouth closed. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> like he can't help himself. Yeah. yeah, I'm having fun with it. It's not like something that is a, a tough movie to figure out. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm actually going to be more surprised if my predictions don't happen. <laughs> yeah, same here. So, so speaking of which. Let's get into the Let's predictions. Let's get into the predictions. So we each have five predictions mm -hmm. here. So do you want to start? So we stopped in the mirror maze. My first prediction is that hottie number one, Corrine, will die in the mirror maze. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be much more to it than that. She's just going to be the first one that is offed after we restart the movie. But or, how? What's the instrument? He's I got his bag of tricks. I know. With I was him. trying to think about that. And I was like, something that involves mirrors or narcissism or um, her, like, you know, looking at herself too much because she is kind of more of the vain or vapid character. Oh, okay. You were so, thinking it by a medical instrument. So maybe like a stethoscope or oh, a band. Aid. Maybe one of those like <laughs> maybe, gauze wrap. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking something to like maybe mar her beauty first. Uh huh. Scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> a bone saw. Ooh. He already used the bone saw though. Ooh, maybe yeah, maybe a scalpel on her face, making some sort of retort about like, oh, just uh, lift this up. Oh, trying to give her a facelift. Oh, <gasps> facelift. Facelift. Okay. He's going to rip it. off her face. Love it. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he Hottie, does have the puns before he kills. Yes. Yeah. So Hottie number one is going to die in the mirror maze. Kudos if she gets a quote unquote facelift. Yeah. Okay. Uh, prediction number two, Dr. G will try to save Jen by taking out Hot Hottie number two's heart. Oh, 
and trying to transplant it. So hottie number two, I think, has to die also. She's just kind of, you know, killer fodder at this point. <laughs> we don't even know her name. We don't know her name. They never gave her a name. But we know that Dr. Giggles wants to save Jen. Or mm-hmm. I'm predicting that he wants to save Jen and perform the heart transplant that his dad could not perform mm-hmm. on his mom. Yeah. Is that one of your predictions? Yeah. Getting there? Okay. Yeah. So Get my prediction there. is that he's going to try to do a heart transplant um, for Jen by taking out hottie number two's heart mm-hmm. and attempting to put it in Jen. Okay. Prediction three, Max will die trying to save Jen, thus redeeming his sleaziness. He can't live. <laughs> they can't be together after this. Um, he essentially, by high school terms, cheated on her. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to redeem himself by giving his life for Jen. I don't know how he's going to die. He's just going to die. And prediction number four, the survivors I'm predicting will be Jen, dad, because she can't lose her dad also. (laughs) It's too bleak for this movie. And Dr. Giggles. Oh, Dr. Giggles will live on for a sequel. It'll be one of those things where it's like you hear some giggling in the background, but you don't know where he is. Maybe David Gordon Green will reboot Dr. Giggles. I hope so. That is the kind of movie he should reboot. (laughs) Not the classics. Like yeah. Exorcist. Yes. Dr. Giggles, I would love to see rebooted by David Gordon Green. And number five is your Whopper. This is my wild card. Oh, my Whopper. The Whopper. Is it a wild card or a Whopper? Because those are two different things. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'll tell a wild you what card's it is. like a helicopter comes and drops a bomb on the town. Oh. A Whopper is like Dr. Giggles has a twin. Oh. Well, I'm going to say it, and then you can tell me if it's a wild card or a whopper. All right. My wild card is that Lee is still alive in the house. I like that. Uh, But she's trapped in the house as a test subject. Hmm. So he did not kill her. He kept her alive. We didn't see her die. She just was screaming off screen. That's true. So I Very think Lee observant. might still be alive, but as a test subject. And I, I like won't that. say if she's going to survive, but she's alive for now. I liked your predictions very much, by Thank the way. You. Yes, I think you've really figured this one out. Hmm. I, I think we kind of have some similar predictions in that uh, I also might have something about some sort of final surgery. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that seems to be fairly obvious. This is the kind of movie that uh, doesn't. I don't think it's going to throw any crazy twists nah. at us. But anyways, my five predictions. Prediction number one. Hottie number one will get it in the funhouse with a scalpel mm. by Dr. Giggles slashed in a stealthy type of way. <laughs> I like that you specified by who. <laughs> Just in case it wasn't clear. I did that because it seemed a lot to me like uh, the game Clue. Yeah, that's yeah. what it sounded like. Yeah, that's, that's why I did that. Um, but anyways, I was just trying to think like, all right, what's the next instrument he's going to use? And I couldn't really think. Uh, now, actually, after we were talking about maybe he could use a stethoscope as like a choking oh, device yeah. or something like that. But I was just like, ah, I don't know. Maybe it's just the scalpel again. Yeah. Because that seems to be his main weapon. Yeah. And he'd have to do something to her in a stealthily like fashion. Stealth- unless everybody uh, takes off and she's the only one left there. Yeah. She's like, oh, hello, Max. Yeah. Max, where'd you go? How'd I get out? And then she then maybe he could do something like um, 
what are those what are those little tools where it's like you check your reflexes it's got like the rubber oh, yeah the maybe he's got like hammer. a giant size one of that and like breaks both her legs or something <laughs> <laughs> all of his are tools terrible. are super <laughs> exaggerated so yeah um but no i just went with scalpel yeah scalpel you know, you know? so overall she's gonna die extra kudos if he uses a scalpel yeah okay yeah. Cool. Uh, okay <laughs> um number two they are going to find Jen's actual doctor dead in his office. Ah. So I think at some point they might go back to her actual doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe the cops go there. Yeah. Because they're trying to track down or they put together some clue. Who knows? But I I'm just thinking like, all right, they had that doctor there. And yeah. he's already killed one doctor. So maybe he's going to kill this other doctor. Competition. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Get rid of him. I just threw that out there. Mm-hmm. Now, my prediction number three is that Max gets drugged by Dr. Giggles and he is the one who has his heart removed to oh. give to Jen. Insert pun. And then, you know, he dies because of the heart transplant. Yeah. Really dramatic quotes. Maybe like as he's dying, he's like, I give you my heart. Well, I was thinking insert pun Dr. Giggles. So Dr. Giggles would be like, you really gave her your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number four prediction was Putt's dad survives and repairs his relationship with daughter after they both Aww. survive. He's like, I'm single now. So, so. we both have that one. So, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, for some reason, like in these kind of movies, the Putt's dad always survives. And they're like, what happened? I went over to this place <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like everyone's dead and there's oh, cops. Totally useless. But, but I love you, honey. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> We're never going to be apart again. You need at least one parent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor putts. I know. Uh, and my whopper, my big mm. prediction. It's like a paragraph long here. Oh, my gosh. I really fleshed it out. <laughs> Got this one down. If I whiff on this, I'm going to be very sad. Okay. Dr. Giggles captures Jen, takes her back to the old Rendell house to save her with open heart surgery. He has another fresh heart. A.K.A. Max. Although I do like your idea of maybe it was um, Hottie number two, Hottie number two or Lee. So I was thinking that Hottie number two is going to have her heart taken out. Yeah. But Lee is also there as a test subject. Oh, OK. So, yeah, I like I feel like it could go one of these ways. One mm -hmm. of these characters is going to be on the chopping block at the end. Um, and then right before he's about to scalpel Jen in the chest. He's going to get blasted by one of those cops. Maybe yeah. the old cool guy. The old cop. seasoned cop. And then the rookie cop's going to be totally shaken and be like, oh. Yeah, he's like, oh, I learned so much from you, old guy. <laughs> and then uh, maybe they, they car. This is all extra at this point. Um, they're they're going to zip up Dr. Giggles in that black, uh, you know, body bag the thing. Back, they, yeah. they get him back to the morgue. And then the morgue guy opens it up and you, we hear a little. <laughs> yeah. And then credits. Ooh, or the body bag is still zipped up and you hear the giggle and then credits. <laughs> a little scalpel comes out of the body bag and cuts out a little a little heart, like a little cartoon heart. They zipped him up with his instruments. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why kind not? of them. Yeah. Very Save nice. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, those all sound really good. Yeah, I'm super excited to watch the second half of this uh, very problematic yet fun 90s slasher movie. You know, could be more problematic. That's true. That's true. Not as problematic as I thought it was going to be 90s movie. <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch the next half. And we'll be back with our results. <laughs> See ya. 
Hi, thanks for tuning into Gutted Horror Podcast. Part two of our Dr. Giggles guess the ending episode will be released next week. In part two, we will talk about the second half of the movie, go over our prediction results, and give out awards. Thanks for listening. See you then. Thank <laughs> you.